The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Time now for another Future Sox podcast. I am your host, Clinton Cole, and joining me on Skype this Monday morning is catcher Zach Collins. Zach, uh, off day today. Uh, the game got rained out last night uh, in Gwinnett, but Zach, thanks for taking your time, man. Hey, how you doing? Doing all right, man. Doing all right. Uh, yeah, so you got a little off day today. You had a ga- you had a day off yesterday as well from the from the cancellation, and uh, you know just enjoying your time off. Yeah, yeah, everything's been good um, since I've been back down. Obviously, feeling a lot better at the plate and stuff like that, and um, just hanging out today, kind of recovering and and uh, getting ready to get back out tomorrow. So let's talk about uh, your stint with the White Sox uh, first, and then we'll go back to I mean, your your hitting much. Uh, your hitting has improved, obviously, as you, you've come back down. But let's start with you know your time with the Sox here. You got caught up, I believe, uh, June 19th, and you you caught four games, and you you were part of the Cubs Sox series. I mean, I'm sure that was cool for you. So, uh, starting with your catching those four games, how do you think you felt when you caught those four games? Um, you know, the first one, obviously, I had some jitters. Um... Uh, getting getting those first couple innings out of the way was kind of big for me, and then uh, relaxing and just doing my thing back there. But uh, after that, I felt pretty good and um, got to start a game behind the plate at Fenway, which is pretty cool for me. And yeah. um, I mean, obviously being in the Cubs Sox series, I, I got a a play appearance there. I walked against Cishek, which is also another big thing. I grew up watching him um, play for the Marlins and stuff, so uh, it was pretty cool. So you've. Uh... You back down in Charlotte. Actually, let, let's go back to to uh, your time with the Sox or, or when you're when you're called up. What, what's one of the biggest things you took away from um, from being up there? I know you you, you know you obviously didn't get a, a ton of playing time, a ton of at bats, and everything like that. But you said you learned a lot from just watching and stuff. So, what, what were some of the biggest takeaways, I guess, that you uh, that you had while you're up there? Um, a couple of the big things for me were just uh, kind of getting those jitters out of the way. That was one, and then. Um, learning as much as I can from McCann. Uh, I kind of shadowed him and, and saw how he does the scouting reports, and I pretty much just copied the same exact way he does that um, and learned how, how he looks at hitters and everything like that and prepares for the game. Um, and then I, I did a lot of work at first base. I was taking ground balls every day with uh, Joe, or the the, uh, the bench coach, and, and uh, I got a lot better over there. We were working on my feet and my hands and stuff like that. So, um I feel a lot more comfortable there. I feel a lot more comfortable behind the plate, and and overall, I feel I feel good with where I'm at. 
So what do you think about playing first base? I know that when I came down to see you guys, uh, when you're playing in Indy in April, you, you started first base that game. So, I mean, it's not something that you, you just now started, you know, the last month or so. You've been you've been working on it for a little while. So how do you feel about first base? Uh, I feel a lot better now. Um, I did play a couple games there in the beginning of the season, but uh, I was pretty much focused on catching. Right. And then, um, I mean, now I, I feel – a lot more comfortable. I feel like I've I've had enough experience there to where I can play there in a big league game and not feel like crazy, you know, like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? But, um, I mean, I, I feel good over there. I've been working a lot there with, uh, with grubs here since I've been back, and, and everything's good. All right, so you're, you're back down in Charlotte now. You, uh, your, your hitting has, you know, you've done, looks like you're hitting 417 over these last 10 games. Um, with a home run, you know, you've driven in 14 and some of those numbers like that. So I, I guess what have you done? I mean, what, what's the secret, I guess, for your, your recent success down there? I mean, have you changed your swing at all? What's going on? Yeah, I've made some adjustments hitting. Um, came back down and started working with uh, Menachino, and we've made some adjustments in my stance and then how, how I hold the bat. And it's kind of, uh, it's kind of transferred into – um, it's helped out my hitch a lot. Uh, it's not nearly as violent anymore. Um, and then I'm a little bit lower in my stance, a lot more in my legs. I'm seeing the ball a lot better, and, um, hitting a lot more, uh, low line drives and, and, uh, driving the ball to, to all the fields. I've hit a couple doubles to left, hit a couple doubles to right. So, um, I, I feel pretty good right now. So is this something that you feel is, you know, uh, you've played baseball your whole life. So, I mean, is this something you feel like, you it's new but it's something that you're going to to maintain even though it is new i mean for the rest of your for your career now or is this what what what's your your thought on this yeah i mean swing changes happen throughout careers and right. stuff like that and, um i think 10 years from now i'm going to have a totally different swing than what i have now but um you never know i guess this could uh this could kind of change my career and and uh work out for the better and i could just stick to this for the rest of my career it might work but uh yeah, I feel I feel really good right now. I'm looking to uh, definitely continue working on this and getting more comfortable every day at this, and um, hopefully continue putting up numbers. So you mentioned uh, Mendocino. So I guess for some of our listeners, tell tell them who that is. Uh, he's a hitting coach in AAA. He uh, came over from the Marlins last year, and um, he's been great with us so far. I mean, he uh, he gets after it every day, and he kind of makes things game like in the cage, which I think helps guys a lot. All right, so you're down in Charlotte, and uh, a couple other guys are down there too. Uh, you know, Tim Anderson was down there for a couple of days, but uh, you know, most notably, uh, obviously, you know, Madrigal and Robert. So you guys, um, the plan is obviously to have all of you guys up here, you know, sooner rather than later. So what's it like? I mean, getting a, being able to play with them every. I know you played with Robert, you know, before, but uh, with Madrigal and Madrigal as well. But all of you being there in Charlotte now, what's it like? Kind of, kind of getting together, you know, same routine, and then hopefully coming up together. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty cool. Um, this is kind of the first time that I've been able to play with um, a lot of the top prospects before uh, or since, I guess, last year when I was with uh, Eloy and Cease at the same time. Mm -hmm. But um, I guess just seeing these guys come up um, and uh, we're doing it together and, and then hopefully have some success in the, in the big leagues. I shouldn't say hopefully. We're definitely going to have yeah. some success <laughs> in the big leagues. Um, I mean, Robert's a special player. Madrigal is a great player. Um, and then I look forward to uh, continuing to get better and, and uh, hopefully be up there with these guys and 
um, get get a get a ring. Some other, so a few lighter questions, I guess. Uh, and you're catching. I mean, you caught quite a few different prospects over the time, and, and in college, you've you've caught a bunch of people too. So, who are who are some of the best pitchers you've caught? I guess in in your time. Who are the question. best ones I faced? Uh, no, actually uh, caught. So uh, same teammates. Yeah. So. Oh, since uh, since college, you said sorry. Yeah. I kind yeah. of broke up there. Um. I mean, I caught. I mean, catching Kopech obviously was big right. for me. Um, he was obviously uh, electric stuff, and then Seas too. But um, in college, we uh, let me see. I caught Brian Garcia. He was our closer in college, and um, he was. Uh, he's he's probably going to be in the big leagues here soon. He's a reliever for the Tigers, and um, he started off his minor league career pretty good. And um. Yeah, I mean, I've I've caught a lot of great pitchers, man. It's tough to say, but I would say Cease and Kopech are probably the two most electric. So when you talk about those two guys, I mean, they've got a lot of, you know, some of their stuff is similar, some of their stuff is is different. So uh, what is, you know, what do you think sets those two guys apart? I mean, obviously they're, you can't teach throwing 9,900 miles an hour, but, you know, what are some of the things that set those guys apart that are going to make them special? Um, Just a couple things that, uh, I mean, I know Kopech, both of them were working on their changeup a lot of changeups a big pitch in the big leagues and um i mean they they uh they can go out there any day and, and just dominate um i mean their fastball is obviously electric it's no matter where you put it in the zone it's tough to hit 99 or 100 and um obviously cease has been doing he's been doing well up there i saw his last start he uh he should have gave up a little bit less runs than he did but uh he he's been doing well and and uh, Kopech's recovering pretty good, so everything's good. All right, so now as a hitter, I guess this is a, kind of a, a, a more broad question, but who are some of the best pitchers you faced? Oh, best pitchers I've ever faced since college. Oh, man, that's that's tough for me. That's quite a few. Um, <laughs> yeah, I faced a bunch, but uh, probably some of the big leaguers. I faced A.J. Minner the other day. Um, he was the closer for the Braves last year, right. reliever. I, I would say the relievers are the ones probably with the most electric stuff. Um, but in spring training, we faced a lot of big leaguers, which is uh, some of them are pretty good, obviously. And I faced uh, uh, Blake Trinan when I was in the big leagues. He was pretty nasty. But I did get a hit off him, so, you know, everything's good. A uh, couple more questions before I let you go. Um, I know a lot of fans are, you know, I got to see him down at Winston last year, but a lot of fans are, uh, they, they like what they see out of Yerman Mercedes and, and what he brings, and he's a he's a fun guy. So what, what being a teammate of his, what can you say to the fans about Yerman? Oh, yeah, he's definitely, a, a, he's a good guy in the clubhouse, and obviously he can definitely hit. Um, he's, he's gotten a lot better in the past couple of years. I've seen him. I played against him in high A. And he was kind of at first base because uh, his catching wasn't so there. But but he's doing a lot better behind the plate now. And um, obviously he's a fun guy to have in the clubhouse. And and uh, he plays with a lot of emotion, which is pretty cool. I know your goal is obviously to get back and play whatever position the White Sox wants you to play. Um, but you know, and a lot has been made about your 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 catching and whatever. Do you have a position and all that stuff? Whatever doesn't really matter. But for you. Are you you are where you want to be right now defensively as a catcher? I mean, obviously everyone can still improve and everything like that. But how? Where do you feel like you are right now uh, defensively as a catcher? Uh, behind the plate, I feel 
um, the best I've ever felt. I went up there and, and uh, I thought I did a great job behind the plate. Mm-hmm. Um, I've gotten nothing but compliments from up there, um, from both umpires and the coaches. So um, I'm going to keep working and keep trying to get as, as good as I can. But uh, right now I feel, I feel uh, I'm right where I need to be. Zach Collins, thank you so much for your time today, man. All right, thanks, Clint. All right, that's Zach Collins the, uh, down at Charlotte with the Knights, and hope to see him back with the White Sox soon. That's another Future Sox podcast.